up everyone welcome to the show welcome to your thought life i am your host michael anderson thank you so much for going out to wherever you listen to us and subscribing and for leaving us a rating and a review it's profoundly helping the show to move up the ranks all of your efforts are tremendously appreciated thanks again for your support in today's episode we're going to discuss and articulate five steps to a flourishing life today's episode is predicated on a self-help book written by martin sigelman the book was published in i believe it was 2002 mr martin sigelman who actually holds a doctorate degree in positive psychology felt that the traditional model of happiness and success which focuses on the pursuit of pleasure and avoidance of pain were both limited and incomplete and instead what dr siegelman proposes is a new model of well-being that he calls flourishing hence the title flourishing has or consists of five key elements. These five key elements are positive emotion, engagement, relationship, meaning, and accomplishment. For a mnemonic, think about PERMA, P-E-R-M-A, positive emotion, engagement, relationships, meaning, and accomplishment. What I found interesting is that Dr. Siegelman argues that by cultivating these elements in our lives, we can achieve a sense of well-being that is deeper and far more fulfilling than simply seeking pleasure and avoiding pain. I believe on some level, I, I have continuity with these statements. Coming from a position of glass half full, I can see how this approach most certainly could work. So what we're going to do at this time, family, is we're going to break this down into these five key elements and give you his perspective on flourishing predicated on these five key principles. And the first one we're diving into is positive motion. In the book, and in summary, positive emotion are the feelings of happiness, joy, and contentment. Siegelman says that cultivating positive emotions is important for well-being because they enhance our ability to cope with challenges and setbacks, and they improve our relationships and overall sense of satisfaction in all areas of life. I know for me, I like to do life from a position of real power. That's his lead in where I'm doing life from a position of love, joy, and peace. That particular mindset or set of emotions creates for me a very strong, positive, emotional foundation. I find that when I'm in that particular mindset and state and the emotions that go with it, I'm incredibly resilient. I just seem to have a much better ability to interact with life as it ebbs and flows. Setbacks aren't even viewed anymore when I'm in that mindset as setbacks, but merely a challenge that 
I need to now stop for a moment, think through clearly so that I can continue along the journey. It just really helps to not have all of that negative energy surrounding me. When he talks about feelings of happiness, joy, and contentment, and it being a portion of the positive, the main idea of the positive emotion, I think that's something that I most certainly can embrace, and I hope that you can as well. Number two on the list is engagement. Engagement refers to the experience of being fully immersed in and focused on an activity that is meaningful and enjoyable. Siegelman shares that engagement is important for well-being because it provides a sense of flow and enjoyment and can lead to a sense of accomplishment and purpose. You know, I'm going to be doing a talk in a couple of weeks with a group of high-performance professionals The topic is mental health. And what I really need them to understand is work-life balance. One of the key tenets inside of this engagement, and that is to balance all that they're doing in their businesses, in their high-performance careers, in their pursuits of goals. What I would like them to consider is when they're not working, to have an equal amount and an equal level of things that they really, really enjoy doing that refuel them through all of the components that make them up. Effectively, I need them to have some fun, some really good, wholesome fun that will recharge their batteries and get them out of the place of running so hard that they begin to experience various types of fatigue, burnout, and then those things most certainly can lead to stressors, and stressors lead to heightened levels of cortisol, and heightened levels of cortisol lead to dis-ease or disease, and I need to short-circuit that entire cycle. Number three, relationships. Strong, positive relationships are an important source of well-being. The author believes that having supportive, caring relationships can provide a sense of belonging, connection, and support, which can help us to cope with challenges and setbacks. One of my public speaking mentors, Mr. Les Brown, I heard him say in a couple of his speeches, speaking to very, very large audiences, that He practices OQP, and that translates to only quality people. Family, when when you're going through stuff, when you're doing life, it's important that you have some relationships, a network of strong relationships that you can lean on and that they are willing to lean in in the time of need. If you're the smartest person in your cohort and in your mastermind, it's time for you to graduate. I should also mention that having a strong cohort that understands what you're up to, what you're going through, and they having been there and done that can help propel you 
through that situation to your next level is very important. Especially if you don't have a great set of anchors where you're able to dig that out of your inner being on your own. Those relationships can make the difference in you getting past what appears to be a very, very large wall and succeeding or throwing in the towel and saying, it's not worth it. I'm not able. I can't do it. Be very selective with your relationships. Number four is meaning. Meaning refers to the sense that our lives have purpose and significance. Siegelman felt that having a sense of meaning and purpose is important for well-being because it provides a sense of direction and helps us to feel that our lives have value. You know, as I kind of think about this, I think about an episode we did on future planning. And in that episode, we really unpack the entire process. It's a strategy even that you can utilize to determine what is your purpose? What are your life goals? What is it that you want to be known for? What legacy do you want to leave behind? And all those things will feed into your long-term goals and your short-term goals. There's nothing more powerful for propelling you forward than having an underlying meaning and reason for why you're doing what you're doing. So I resonate with this principle also. Number five is accomplishment. Accomplishment refers to the experience of achieving goals and making progress. The author concluded that accomplishment is important for well-being because it provides a sense of achievement, intent, and direction, and it can lead to a sense of pride and fulfillment. Just think about this for a minute. How awesome does it feel when you complete a task, when you achieve a milestone, when you hit one of your short-term goals, or better, even one of your long-term goals? Boy, I got to tell you, there's, there's some celebrating that I do that you would not even imagine or believe, even though I've told you about it a couple times. There's an absolute celebration that's going on in my entire being because it just feels so good that despite all of the challenges, despite all the twists and turns, despite all of the things that I planned and outlined and how I needed to ebb and flow and or pivot, I saw that I saw that vision. I worked through the natural realm to make it a reality. And now it's a completed product. That's a great feeling. So most certainly I'm on board with this notion of accomplishment. Remember the mnemonic PERMA, which stands for positive emotion, engagement, relationship, meaning, and accomplishment. We just covered those. And now I'm going to give you some pro tips to go with each one of them. 
First, cultivate positive emotions. You can cultivate positive emotions by engaging in activities that bring you joy and pleasure, such as spending time with loved ones, engaging in hobbies or activities you enjoy, and by practicing gratitude by reflecting on the things that you are thankful for. Number two, find activities that are engaging and meaningful. Look for activities that are challenging but not overwhelming and that provide a sense of flow and enjoyment. This could include hobbies or sports, doing some volunteer work, or maybe just hanging out and reading a book, having some you time. Number three, strengthen your relationships. Make an effort to spend quality time with loved ones and be supportive and caring in their lives. You can also build new positive relationships by joining clubs, groups, and aligning your interests with others that share some of the same things that move you. Number four, seek out opportunities for meaning and purpose. Reflect on what is most important to you and what you want to achieve in your life. Take some time and sit down and think through that. And if you have a partner, maybe you guys do that as a joint exercise. And look for opportunities to pursue goals that are meaningful and that align with your values and your morals and where you want to go in the future. Number five, set and work toward achievable goals. We want you to identify specific goals you want to achieve. Break them down into smaller, more manageable tasks. And as you make progress toward your goals, take time to celebrate your accomplishments. Family, if you incorporate these five steps, I believe you're going to have a life that is resilient and able to flourish under a variety of different circumstances. That concludes this episode. Thank you for your time and attention. I want to ask again always that you share this with family and friends and anyone that you know that this may help. Tag me on IG, your thought life, no spaces, Y-O-R, thought life, and leave a comment or a suggestion. As we typically close, I want to remind you, you are enough, you can do it, and you are uniquely equipped to realize your goals. And until next time, take care and be safe.